Hello there and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today is Wednesday, September the 29th. And uh, on today's program, since today is the feast of the archangels, Saints Michael, Saint, uh, Saints, Saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, I thought it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about angels and um, and their role and what that means to us. I'm not going to go into a lot of, of details. It's not going to be a heavy theological discussion, but I'll read some of the, um, maybe read the gospel from today's mask, mass, maybe look at the first reading as well. But but I really want to focus on the role of the angel and how that how that um, corresponds to our role, to what God is asking us to do in life. Because I think you'll find that there are some similarities there. And, um, and I think this is a good thing to discuss. So that's what we're going to do. But it's a good thing, right? It's, <laughs> if I didn't think it was a good thing to discuss, that would be pretty dumb of me to discuss it on the program, wouldn't it now? So, <coughs> excuse me. Crack myself up sometimes, but um, let me take a sip. What do I have here? I have a I have a cup of cold coffee, not iced coffee. Because here's the to, to be honest with you, what happened was I'm running a little late recording this today, and I forgot to get a beverage. So I'm looking at the table next to me where I record this this show, and I have a a coffee cup from earlier this morning. I know that's pathetic. With some with some coffee in there, but it got me to stop coughing, so that's good. And by the way, how perfect is that? I think today's National Coffee Day, so uh, you know that fits in nicely. Hey, let's pray, and then we'll come back on the other side and talk about a few things. All right, let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you for being here for us. You know, Father, I come to you every day as I start this program. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great to be able to turn to you in prayer and to turn to you in prayer and, and never doubt that you're going to be here. You know, that's really unbelievable. If I call somebody, if I send an email, if I text someone, I'm never quite sure if they're going to be able to respond. You know, it's possible they didn't even get the text or they didn't get the email or they didn't answer the call. But you are Almighty God, the God of the universe. And you are always available for your children. I, I don't want to ever take that for granted, Father. And I, if I, I want to thank you for making yourself available and for adopting us as your sons and daughters and for sending Jesus into the world and for sending us your Holy Spirit. I mean, so many things that you've done for us we sometimes fail to recognize and we're not as grateful as we should be. So I just want to make sure I let you know how much on, on behalf of all of us, how much we appreciate what you do for us. Father, uh, we all have our own individual problems um, and we ask you to help us with them, to, uh, to grant our requests in the best way possible, in the best time possible. We're going to trust you on that. And uh, Father, we thank you for creating the angels the angels are mysterious to us. Uh, we can't see them just like we can't see you. So sometimes we have a tendency to believe what we see more than what we what we don't see. And we know that's wrong because we know the angels are real. We know you're real. We know the spirit is real. We know Jesus is real. And um, we're going to need some help to be able to understand 
just how real you and all of the, your spiritual kingdom really are. So we ask for that help today so we can better appreciate the, the, the work done by the angels and better appreciate your, your presence with, with us, Father. We ask you, Father, to be with us today and send out your spirit to open our hearts and our minds so that we can be willing to respond to your message and I ask finally to that you use me as your instrument, that you, you speak through me so I can deliver the message you want delivered and not get in the way of your message today. Father, I ask these things in the name of Jesus, your Son, and our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thanks so much for, for praying with me. Thanks for putting up with me. You know, I uh, sometimes I, I say some, some goofy things on this program with my beverage and my cold coffee and all the other crazy, crazy stuff. But I'm just so thankful that you listen to the show. You show up. You, you hang out with me. And uh, that we're able to talk about the Lord each day. I really look forward to it. Now, today we're going to talk a little bit about the angels. But again, I really don't want to turn this into a uh, a lecture. You know, I, I just want to talk a little bit about the angels, the the archangels whom we celebrate today, the the feast of the guardian angels we will be celebrating in in a few days. Uh, and each one of us has a has a guardian angel. But today we are celebrating the archangels Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel, all of which had an important mission given to them by the Lord. But we'll talk more, a little bit more about that in, in a few minutes. Earlier today, I was on EWTN Radio on the Sunrise Morning Show. If you happen, if you happen to catch it, that would that's great. If, if not, what we're doing is a multi-week series based on my latest book, Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. So we started the series off, and I do believe Sunrise Morning Show archives their shows, or they, they do a podcast, so you will be able to track down the uh, the podcast if, if you want to hear uh, my segment today. Now, depending on when you hear this, you may have some time to listen, or again, you might have to track down a podcast. I'm not sure how it works, but I'm going to be on the Busted Halo show tonight. Now, today is, is Wednesday, September the 29th, so I'm going to be on at 7.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And I don't know how, and on Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the Catholic Channel, on the Busted Halo show, it's always a, a good time. Busted Halo has been very good to me. They have always had me on when I've had my new new books coming out. So I'm excited to talk about Journey with God on that program as well. So again, if you if you missed, if, you, if this is too late, if this already happened, I think you could find an archive. I think they do uh, on-demand programming if you have a subscription for Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Okay, that's that. I told you about the book. The book is available. It's in stock on Amazon.com. I think there are, I just checked, and there were two copies remaining. So it's it's selling well, and I'm, I'm really thankful to that. Uh, for that. I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful to God for making that possible. And I'm thankful for, to the Word Among Us Press for taking a chance on, on this book. This is my first book with them. And uh, I'm excited about that. So if you're interested, what I would say is the easiest thing to do is to go to my website, followingthetruth.com, and just click on the the image for walking with God, finding peace, a journey with God, I'm sorry, finding peace and happiness. 
and that'll take you to Amazon. You can buy you can buy the book there. Um, other than that, if you have questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. And uh, all right, let's let's talk a little bit about the angels. I'm not sure where exactly we're going to go with this, but so today is the feast of the saints Michael, Gabriel, and and Raphael. Let me let me read this. Um, this is from the Magnificat, the daily the daily missile, daily missile, a magazine that has the daily mass readings. Let me just read what the Magnificat has to say about the the this feast we celebrate today. The word angel comes from angelos, Greek for messenger. So the word angel really denotes the miss, the mission of the angels. Angels are messengers. The archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, are God's envoys. Gabriel, the strength of God, appears in the book of Daniel, and again in Luke, where he bears tidings of hope to Zechariah and then to Mary. Tradition also identifies Gabriel as the angel who appeared to Joseph and the shepherds and the comforter of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. In Gabriel, God's strength is manifested as tenderness. Do not be afraid, he tells Mary, and to the shepherds, I proclaim to you good news of great joy. So that's just a little bit of insight about these 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 archangels that we celebrate today. And um, let me let me look at the gospel from today's mass. This is pretty short, but I just want to read this to you. And then we'll talk more about it. This is the gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 47 through 51. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, um, the reason the church chose this gospel is because of the mention of the angels of God. You know, here's the thing about angels, and I, I've always found the topic of angels somewhat confusing. They are, they're represented in, in a number of different ways on, on television, in, in a way that really doesn't jive with what the, the church teaches. You know, angels aren't, aren't human. They don't have bodies. So angels are pure spirit. They're like God the Father. They, they are spiritual beings. Now, the church teaches angels have a superior intellect, but they still are creatures. And here's, here's the important thing, I think, to, to really understand about the angels. Angels have free will. Not all angels chose to go along with God's mission for them. Satan is an angel. He is known as a fallen angel. He did not want to serve the Lord. He was not happy. And he went out and made the decision to work against God. And, and I think the important thing for you and me to really understand about, about angels and about our own mission is that, like the angels, we have free will. We don't have to go along with God's plan. God has a plan 
for our lives. He has a, a, a mission for each of us. He has something that he would like to, us to accomplish. Now, for, for many of us, what God wants us to accomplish is rather ordinary. You know, you might be working at your job. You might be taking care of your kids. You might be uh, doing things for your family. You might be doing things at church. You know, all, all kinds of different things that take place within the, 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 the day-to-day steps or activities of your daily life. I mean, you know, that's God, essentially God's mission for you. You wake up in the morning and whatever it is that you do, that's what that's how God plans to 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 make you holy. I mean, that's how you can be holy and live out God's will just by doing your daily activities, whatever they may be. So essentially, that's your mission. You know, sometimes he'll have a more complicated mission or you'll feel a call to start doing something else. Like in my case, for for 30 years, I worked as a software developer, but I, but it was there was sort of an emptiness there. I was never uh, especially fond of the work. I felt that there was, especially as, as time went on, initially I just was looking for ways to make money and I didn't really think too much about it. And I thought, well, I might as well do this. It's, I, you know... I, it's working. Um, I'm making a decent salary, and at at some point, I got married and and was able to provide for my family, working as a software developer. So, it wasn't something I thought too much about. But as time went on, as I got older, as my relationship with Christ changed, and I felt I got to know Him better. You know, that's one of the things that happens when you get to know Jesus better. You want to you, you you fall in love with Him. And you want to consciously love him and then serve him. You know, sometimes the loving is with our minds and with our words, but but at other times it, it flows over into actual service, doing things for the church or for the poor or for your family or whatever, doing it for love of Jesus, doing things, you know, serving him in some way. And that was that's the natural process. And then I started once I once I had the desire to begin working for the Lord in some way, I went to the person at my parish who was responsible for adult faith formation, and I, I said I was I was looking to do more. I ended up getting involved in some classes in in our parish, and I, I became a leader of one of them. And you know, it was it was a it was a learning process, but then I still felt the call to do even more. And I became a lector at church, and also I uh, used to at one time uh, distribute Holy Communion to to the local nursing home. So, so these were things; these were ways that that I felt the Lord was calling me to serve Him, and these were things that I was able to do, I was comfortable doing, and I felt it was my way of serving the Lord. But I was still going to work as a software developer, and and things were were pretty much the same externally, at least in my in my day-to-day life, but on the weekends I, I did some extra things for the church. Now what happened was ultimately the desire to serve the Lord changed uh, a little bit and I started having a desire, the, 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 the desire to, to write about him. And I found a way to start blogging online. I found a Catholic website that would let me blog about the Lord. And, um, that eventually led to uh, 
going on EWTN radio and, and, and started my, really my radio career, I was not qualified to do that. I didn't have the experience, but the Lord opened some doors and in a in a relatively short period of time, I started doing radio and gotten more involved with um, online blogging, did some podcasting, and that ultimately led to some TV appearances and an invitation to speak at parishes. Started it started locally, and then I then I started speaking around the country. But I just felt that call to do more and more, and you know, as as the angels had a mission. And and we see we're talking about the archangels today. They had very specific missions, and especially when I, I I wrote about Gabriel today in my email reflection, he was the guy who was sent to the Blessed Mother to give her the good news that she had been chosen to become the mother of the Messiah. I mean, what an incredible role that he was given, and he went. In Luke's Gospel, chapter one of Luke's Gospel, we are told Luke writes that. The angel Gabriel was sent to Galilee in Nazareth, or, or, or in, in um, to a town in uh, in in the region of Galilee, known as as Nazareth. That's what the angel was sent to do, and he went. He went and did what God asked him to do. And again, not all of the angels. Not all of the angels were, um, and I don't know if I reversed this, but the, but it's the town of Galilee. The Galilee was the region; Nazareth was the town. Okay, and that's where the angel was sent, and he went. He said yes to God, and the point that I made in this um, in the reflection today was that we have a choice. We have a choice to say yes or no. And again, you look at the angels; they didn't all say yes. There were fallen angels, most notably Satan. We have that choice. The angels have free will. You and me, we have free will also. And and I believe this is not just a big choice that we have to make once in our life. I will serve God or I will not serve. I think, yes, people do walk away from the faith. That does happen. But I believe for the most part, the choices that we get, they're relatively small choices throughout the day. It's sometimes big, but we have numerous occasions where we can choose to follow God's will or to not follow God's will. And there, that's, that's called sin. When we decide that I'm going to do something that I want to do, even though God doesn't want me to do it, that's called sin. And all of us, because of our fallen human nature, we have sinned at times and we continue to do it. And that's why it's very fortunate that the church gives us the sacrament of confession so that we can receive forgiveness for our sins and have our store, our souls restored to this pure state, you know. Um, but, I, but I think it's important when we look at the angels, sometimes we, again, we look at the angels we see on TV and... Uh, we get a, a confused idea of what angels really are. They're powerful. They're powerful with a superior intellect, and they have no bodies. They are, they are pure spirit. But they have the ability, because they have free will, to say either yes to God or no. And I thought when I was thinking about this today, I mean, we could go into all kinds of details about angels, but I think what's important to recognize are really two things. Number one, 
There is a spiritual world out there. There is an invisible kingdom. The, God, the kingdom of God is invisible. And we can easily begin to dismiss the kingdom, angels, and really spiritual matters. It's possible because a lot of people do it to dismiss them because we can't see them with our eyes. And, and I, th- that is an absolutely big mistake. Through faith, we know that God is real, and we can use our reasoning too. If you look at the human body, if you look at the miracle of childbirth, if you look at nature, you know, without even considering divine revelation as that comes to us through the church, it's very difficult to imagine that all of this just happened by accident. So, so we can come to some kind of an understanding that there is a supreme being and that we don't know everything, we could come to that conclusion using our intellect alone, our reasoning alone. But then God gives us faith, and through faith, we're able to process some of the teaching handed down by the church, much of which is not always that easy to believe or to understand without faith. But because of faith... We can believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. We can believe in the angels and the saints. We, be, we can believe that God can do all things. We can believe that he parted the Red Sea so that his people could escape from slavery. I mean, you know, through faith, we can believe these things. So I would say by looking at the, the angels, they serve as a reminder that not everything that only, I should say, that only those things that can be seen are real. And in order to, to have a relationship with God, we have to be willing to have a relationship with an unseen being. And I think the angels serve as a good reminder of this. But then the idea, you know, as I started thinking more about this, the idea that the angels had a mission or have a mission I think that's critical to understand, especially when we apply it to our own lives. You know, they have a mission. They can help us. They pray for us. And again, I'm not going to talk about the guardian angels today because that feast is celebrated in a few days. But we each do have a guardian angel who watches over us and looks out for us, our spiritual and our material well-being. And it's good to know that. But, you know, you and I, God has a plan for us. God has a plan for us to do something with our lives. And if, like Gabriel, we are willing to say yes and go to a nothing town. You know, that's where Mary lived. It was a nothing town. And he went there to, to appear to a, a young virgin girl. You know, not anybody who had notoriety, but this is the person God sent Gabriel to. He went and he delivered the message. Now, without Gabriel, it's not a stretch to say that the message may have gone undelivered. Now, certainly God could have chosen another archangel to deliver the message or found a way to get it to Mary. But I think we look at Gabriel, who followed God's will, who said yes, and delivered this message to Mary, this message that you have been chosen to become the mother of the long-awaited Messiah. Gabriel delivered that message. 
And he was able to have that interaction with Mary and hear her yes firsthand when she said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. That was a powerful opportunity for the angel to be able to hear that. But I think what I would like to, the takeaway I would like to to present to you from that is, if you do God's will, and, and first of all, he trusts us. He takes a risk by trusting us and even by trusting the angels. Because be, because of the fact we have free will, we can refuse his request and say, no, Lord, I'm not going to work for you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to follow your will. I want to do things my way. But he chooses to trust us. He doesn't want to take away that free will because he wants us to love him freely. And the only way we could do that is by having free will. But if we say yes to God, not only do we get to be used as his instruments in spreading his kingdom, but we're also going to get great peace. Because if you're looking for peace in life, there is no better way to do it than to do God's will. And essentially, if, you ha- if you're trying to find peace, you need to follow God's will and his plan for your life. You have to keep his commandments. And you have to do whatever he tells you, the last recorded words of the Blessed Mother. And that's it's very important for us to remember, especially somebody like me who is who has struggled for many years to find peace. And I have found that doing God's will is the best way to find that peace. And what's God's will? Well, God's will is for us to live holy lives. And then there's, you know, again, there's specifics. But sin is not God's will for us. So if you want to imitate the angels, if you're looking for that peace, the first thing that I recommend doing is go to confession and and receive that absolution for any sins that you may have committed. You're also going to get the grace to be able to continually do God's will, which is challenging in this life. And when you do that, you will be imitating the angels and you will be able to receive God's peace. Because whenever we do God's will, there is peace in that. Okay, so that's my little talk about the angels and why they matter. Again, I didn't do a lot of specifics today, but I wanted I wanted to turn it uh, inward, to turn the message inward a little bit and, and point to each of us and say, all right, what can we learn from the angels? Well, we have a mission. And God's counting on us just like he counted on them to spread his kingdom. And if you don't do it in your little circle of influence, you know, with those people that you have access to, it's possible that it just won't get done. So it's a really important job, and I, and I hope you're up for it. Hey, as usual, if you have questions, please email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. It was great being able to spend some time with you. Hope you have a fantastic evening. And God willing, I look forward to being back with you here once again tomorrow on Following the Truth. Bye-bye.